This is Morgan Hazelwood, back again with more writing tips and writerly musings. Today, I'm back with more Balticon notes. Uh, today's panel I'm discussing is coming of age versus YA. Although that's a bit of a misnomer. We'll get into that shortly. So now that YA, young adult novels, are such a large part of the book landscape, it can be a challenge to figure out where any particular novel fits. Coming of age stories, especially, they've always been such a core foundation of so many of, especially the fantasy genre in particular. Um, but now it can be hard to know where to shelve it. Is it going with the YA or the adult books? On the titular panel at Balticon 53, Lisa Paddle, Leia Sipis, Jean Marie Ward, Ken Eltabeth, and R.R. Angel discussed ways to sort out the confusion. Now, in days of yore, this wasn't an issue. There was the children's section split up by um, reading level, and there was the adult section split up by genre. But with the emergence of the YA market, most famously heralded by J.K. Rowling, the distinction got a lot fuzzier. So before we can even decide if a coming-of-age novel is YA or adult, let's go back to the basics. What is a coming-of-age story? Well, it's a character on the cusp of becoming. The character has to grow, change, and find a life that is better suited for their new self. Be it a high schooler graduating, an apprentice slaying that dragon, or a teacher retiring, a story focusing on the transition from one stage of life to the next is almost always a coming-of-age story. So, there are a few key ways to tell if your coming-of-age novel should be in the adult section or if it'll find a better home in the YA section. Here are six ways to tell if your coming-of-age novel is YA or adult. First off, the length. An adult novel should definitely be over 70,000 words, um, but a YA novel should definitely not break the 100,000 word mark. Wait. Yes, okay. I put the comma in the right place. Sometimes I have zero issues. Um, the voice, secondly. YA should have a genuine teen voice. Not necessarily snarky and not so often adults get teenage voices wrong. Let's not talk about episode three of Star Wars. I, I, I have issues. I have deep-seated deep issues. Anyway, um, YA is often told in first-person point of view. Not necessarily, and of course there are adult ones that are, so that's not a definitive, but it can guide you in the right way. And YA books have a faster pacing voice. Um, thirdly, the story's focus. Adult novels handle more adult issues. Not that teens can't handle complex issues and things like that, but adult novels typically also include things like aging parents or 
childcare or day jobs and that sort of thing. Teens, of course, can have to deal with all of those things. I'm not saying that they can't, but those issues may make the voice and the story better suited for an adult audience. Fourth, fourth way to tell if you have a YA or adult novel is your character's relationship with authority. YA novels typically have the teens breaking away from what was once their authority figures, um, parents or teachers or whatever. This, of course, is not cut and dry. Much fantasy is about breaking away from the evil overlord or whatever. Um, and the fifth way is sentence structure. Adult novels tend to dwell more on details. Part of that is that whole pacing thing we mentioned earlier. I mentioned earlier. Um, and secondly, adult novels tend to have a higher reading level. They don't have to, but there is a tendency. Reading level is calculated based on some formula involving syllables per word and sentence length and complexity. Um, the Hemingway app, if you go online, just Google Hemingway app, and if you paste a snippet in there, it'll tell you what the reading level is of that particular paragraph if you're curious. So fun fact. Um, and the sixth, sixth way to tell if you have a YA or adult novel is what does the marketing department think would make your book sell better? Marketing always rules. Um, anyway, so are all YA books coming of age novels? No, there are plenty of other stories to tell. Um, there are stories, YA stories about the main character learning the truth about their world or their selves. There's a partial coming-of-age novel, but the character doesn't grow enough to come into their own. Instead of a happily ever after, you kind of get that kind of happy for now, but you know that things will need to change. And in novel series, especially like Mysteries or, I don't know, Sweet Valley High, are they still doing those? Um, the main character doesn't usually change Instead, they follow the genre story template. Um, and you keep reading them because the characters are familiar and comfortable and it's the characters you're used to, etc. So hopefully these tips can help you guide you down that narrow line between coming of age adults and um, betwixt and between the two sides. One final thought. As a warning for those of us who are writing what we think is YA as adults, teens are sick of people writing adults in kid clothing, uh, thinking things that teens wouldn't think and the whiny emo teen stereotypes. We need to represent teens more authentically or leave it to teens themselves or those who are still close to their teens. What are your favorite coming-of-age novels? Let me know if they're YA or adult, and why. And that's all for today. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, hit that subscribe button and share it with all your friends. It goes a long way towards helping people find me. 
And I'll be back again next Monday with more writing tips and writerly musings. Bye-bye.